What's going on, everybody? This is Dr. Chris Featherstone here, brother. <laughs> oh, you know something, brother. <laughs> What's going on, Vince Russo? What is up, doctor? Doctor, give me the news. What's it's going on? It's a new on? year, man. It's new year. Happy, happy new, year. new year, bro. To you too, my yeah. friend. Happy, happy 2022. You as well, man. How's the first three days been treating you? Good, good, good. How about yourself? Good, man. You know, I told one of my clients today, I said, you know what? If the first three days uh, measures is uh, indicative of what my 2022 is going to look like, that means it's going to be very relaxing. Oh, nice. Yes. Yeah, it's always relaxing is always good, bro. Oh, always relaxing good. is always good, man. Yes. yes. So Cool, man. Well, raw. We got a number one contender. We've got a dream match for the Royal Rumble. I'm going to start off with this, Vince, before we get into the segments uh, one by one. Um, I've got an issue, man. I've got an issue. And my issue is that I um, dream matches, as much as dream matches can happen, it's something that I, uh, as a wrestling fan, uh, am, am, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. Now, the problem is you can't just throw a, a match that's never happened before at a Royal Rumble to have basically a blow-off match for something that Bobby Lashley has been tweeting for for years now and has had an interviews and everywhere. He's he's made it very, very clear that he's wanted Brock Lesnar in a match. And we get at the Royal Rumble, and this is what we get. So, early Royal Rumble prediction, Vince. Do you think Bobby Lashley beats Brock Lesnar? And that basically brings Brock Lesnar back over to SmackDown to continue the feud with Roman Reigns. No, absolutely not. If, if they were smart, if they were smart, it would be uh, Reigns and uh, Lesnar winner take all. I mean, that, 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 match. that would okay. be the, that would be the smart thing to do. I can't imagine, bro. I can't imagine they're going to do anything short of that. I can't. I don't think they're going to do that. I don't think they're going to have a unification match at all. What do you I think th you're going to have? <clears throat> I think, well, <laughs> I thought it was going to be uh, Lashley and Brock at Mania, which it should have been, and then Drew and Roman, which is rumored. Actually, the rumor is Drew, Roman, and Brock in a triple threat match. Mm. Um, so as far as Mania is concerned, I don't think, I definitely don't, because of, I don't think they're going to merge. I don't think they're going to, I don't, I don't think they're going to dissolve, dissolve the Universal Championship. I don't think they're going to, like, take a, do away with that belt. So, bro, has it meant anything? I think it's really. I think it's helped Roman Reigns quite a bit. Well, but but I'm talking about unif. I'm I'm talking about you know unit unification. So, wh why would they get rid of the universe? Well, I I mean I guess they would, but yeah, I don't know, bro. I can't see it being anything but that. Especially you know he's opening up the promo with high high Roman. Yeah, I can't. I just I can't imagine it going anywhere else, bro. Yeah, well, it seems it was. It's clear that day one was a last minute call, um, and so, bro, I'm going to make a bold prediction. Do it, Vince. What you got? 
I'm going to make a bold prediction. And I've been saying this all along. Okay. Bro, let me educate people a little bit here. And I'm not educating them, but they may be too young to remember. Okay? I'm going to make a bold prediction here. Okay. And I'll tell you why. Um, please remember Ed Ferrara and myself wrote the very first SmackDown. Yes. Remember. The, the pilot one in 98? Yeah, w- whenever it was. Okay. Remember. 99. SmackDown was a continuation of Raw. There was no brand split. You had Raw, SmackDown, Raw, SmackDown, Raw, SmackDown, a continuous Mm storyline. Now, what happened, guys, was when wrestling got so hot in the late 90s and the early 2000s, the WWE wanted to take advantage of that, so they they split the roster so they could have two touring companies. Correct. That's why they split the roster. Okay, bro, here we are, 2022. WWE can't sell tickets and can't fill houses anymore. They're practically not touring. Mm -hmm. So when you look at the brand split, it doesn't make any sense because they're not touring. And Chris, I'm going to tell you this because you and I have spoken about this many times. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, bro, there's a lot of this with USA and Fox and who gets who. There's Mm -hmm. a lot of this, which is ridiculous because there's no reason for the brand split in the first place. Mm -hmm. On top of that, we are seeing them release wrestlers hand over fist. Yeah, uh, over 80 in last year. Here's my bold prediction, bro. They're going to unify the titles there's going to be one champion and they are going to do away with the split in 2022. That's it doesn't make any sense anymore, bro. And I'm telling you, it is causing a lot of conflict between USA and Fox. What the WWE has been trying to do, Chris, is they're trying to serve two masters. Mm. And it's getting more and more and more difficult because if you look at it now, Chris, I I was reading today, well, Brock Lesnar is still a free agent. Yep. Okay, fine, bro. So Brock Lesnar is still going to appear on both shows. Okay, well, if that's the case and I'm USA Network, then why isn't Roman Reigns a free agent? Why, why can't Roman Reigns appear on Raw? If you guys, if Brock is the Raw champion and you guys are getting Brock, then why can't we get Roman? What, what, is, what does the WWE say to that? Mm-hmm. So I'm, I mean, I, yeah. I'm, I'm telling you, bro, bold prediction, unification, okay. end of split, one roster, Raw, SmackDown, Raw, SmackDown, Raw, SmackDown, one roster. <sighs> How about that? Lot, lot, lot. There was a lot in there, Chris. A lot. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I loved it, but I hate the idea because I don't. I don't have confidence enough in the the, the WWE booking team to 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 know that if we get <laughs> if we taint and contaminate Friday nights like we do, like to, to have any type of image of. Any type of reflection of Mondays, it's going to be the ratings are going to tank. I just I I don't I don't see it. But I, you got another over two, which but, isn't something to brag about. But they're over two. Chris, you got the other side of that coin. 
what what if the SmackDown writing team takes over Raw? You see, that's the other yeah. side. Of the then you should get a better Raw. But they didn't again until the Fox deal, though. So they were they were to for a while because they tried they did they did a split for a while and then they start bleed a bunch. They start the wild to bleed card. in. The wild card. Yeah, yeah, they the wild. start doing all that, and then they just said forget it and end the split. And then they did the split again when they had the uh, Fox deal. But before the Fox deal, when they didn't have the split, it was terrible. It felt like SmackDown felt like Raw Light. It, it every single week it felt like Raw Light, and it still wasn't really highlighting anybody, uh, anybody new. And that's what that was my biggest gripe about SmackDown. It still didn't really highlight anybody new. For me, at least, it gives an opportunity to highlight people new. I don't think we'll see a Naomi if they if they put it together. I don't think Liv will be any relevant. I, I just don't see. I just don't see an opportunity for some people that it is now. And I'll see. And I, I also see people that won't have any type of television exposure. Like right now, the stock, like for instance, Apollo Cruz's stock is heavily taking. And I don't, and if they bring in SmackDown superstars on Mondays, I, I think we, I think he's gone. Bro, they could save a lot of money. They could save a lot of money. Bro, you know what drives me crazy about the WWE? I swear, Chris, I'm like, I, 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 I don't understand them for the life of me. Yeah, bro, I haven't been watching a lot of football this year. I'm just, I, I don't know what it is, bro. I'm, I'm just not into NFL anymore. I'm just not. But I watched some football yesterday, and many times. My boys are the best in the AFC, by the way. The, uh, we clinched the uh, the first round by. Who's that? Titans. Ah, uh, bro, you, you got the Titans. You know I'm a Titans fan. Bro, we talked about this with Jeff You got Garrett. the Titan curse, bro. Then I, I'm sorry. You you need to talk to Double J about <laughs> that, bro. About this with yeah. Yeah. But, bro, here's, what, here's where they drive me crazy. I'm watching Fox, and they're, they are plugging SmackDown numerous times. Yep. Bro, they're plugging two things on SmackDown. They're plugging the big dog. Fine. No problem. I said it all the time. Roman Reigns should be a, a, a movie star. Mm-hmm. Bro, guess what the secondary thing is they're plugging? Who's that? Sami Zayn. <laughs> like, bro, like, are you are you kidding? Like, really, bro? Like, you've got an NFL audience, millions and millions of casual fans. Mm-hmm. And Sami Zayn is your is is your B promote like what Chris you you from a psychological point of view they know they got an NFL audience there's very 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 attractive women on that show Chris who's watching football who's watching football men are men. men? Yes. So we've we've got a roster full of attractive women on SmackDown, but we're gonna promote Sami Zayn to the men watching the NFL. That 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 that's that's my beef with them. That's my 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 beef with them is what what is wrong with you people? Understandable, man. I I, I get it. I I can't I can't disagree with your beef with that, Vince Russo. I I really can't. So. Well, let's get into the show. Um, 
I'm just disappointed, Vince. I'm disappointed in, uh, in what we saw. I really think they should have built uh, Lesnar to uh, to yeah. I mean, it's just one of those things that, like, why do we – why do – Vince, you help me out with this. Okay. This – Call me Doctor. Call me Doctor Vince for this. Doctor, just, refer me, just for this one segment, okay. refer me as Doctor. I got Doctor Vince, yes. help me with this. Go ahead. The next Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar match will be the sixth singles pay per view match between the two. The eighth mat pay per view match between the two adding two multi-person matches they were in before. What is it about yet another Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar match that I care about? Chris, listen, I, I do I, I do tend to give people the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. Like I really do. Okay, so again, here's another problem I have with them, and you and I have talked about this multiple weeks. Okay, bro. So Roman Reigns, I guess, tested positive for COVID. Yes. So now they can't give the match they promised with Lesnar and Reigns. So now they kind of got a book on the spot. Mm-hmm. Okay. But Chris, if it's me and you've got a plan for it to be Reigns and Brock Lesnar, you know, going to, uh, you know, WrestleMania or whatever your plans are. Bro, all you have to do is make an adjustment for this night. Yep. That's all you have to do. Now, Chris, here's the bottom line. This is the bottom line, bro. For whatever reason, they will not say when somebody's got COVID, which right. I don't they tell us in the NFL. They tell us MLB, mm-hmm. hockey, basketball. When somebody tests positive, LeBron tests positive, we know. But Roman test positive, it's a big secret nobody can know. So first of all, if if Roman Reigns tests positive for COVID, okay, bro, they're kind of now in the baby face position. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, bro, listen, we're looking for the welfare of Roman, blah, 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 blah. So nobody's going to hold any gripe against them. So what that means, bro, is all you've got to do is find a surprise opponent for Brock Lesnar. They right. know a couple of days in advance yep. that I so think they got bro, tested like six o'clock the, the day of the day of mm-hmm. the pay-per-view. I, I yep. thought I was reading it beforehand because the, the tweet was like the day of it was the Saturday that he sent the tweet. Roman oh. Reigns sent the tweet. <clears throat> well, well, I'm sure they knew before that, bro. If they didn't, they're just silly okay <laughs> but my point is bro all you got to do is get brock lesnar an opponent an opponent for day one correct you, you got you got goldberg 607 on the the first okay so goldberg's after Go, yeah. goldberg's got a match left in him yeah uh, i'm i'm reading now about kurt angle talking about a comeback you can't pay you can't give kurt angle six figures to do one match whatever you got to give the guy i've oh, got one for you go ahead the heart break Kid Sean Michaels. Yeah, all you need is one match, just one match, because you're not going to get heat with the with your fans because yeah. Reigns has COVID. For sure. But rather yeah. than do that, bro, they put Brock in the match. Brock wins the match, bro. What have we been saying all along about Biggie? 
it's 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 Drew McIntyre all over again. So yep. you absolutely kill yep. Big E, who you've built and put a lot of stock in because you can't find a replacement for one match, bro. One match. I, I can't. I can't agree with you more, Vince. The issue, and, and I've said this for, I've said this since Big E won the title. Big E was booked to look like everybody else. Mm-hmm. And that was my biggest issue with the Big E run. That's why I was like, people were just so excited about Big E winning. And I was like, nope. I, I don't. Again, I think I think about Endgame. And I said, no. I mean, I'm happy that Big E won. It's it's historic, but I'm not sold on the run because one, it happened on Raw, and Raw sucks, and so it didn't have it didn't create that feel. And then he started the, the next week. He lost an attack match. He then he started to go out first and yep, mid card. Yep. We talked about there all was, this. There yep. was nothing about Biggie's run to make him look big, and yep. it's not Biggie's doing because he did what he was supposed to do when he won the title. He cut a promo, and the whole arena start chanting, "You deserve it." Yeah. So there was something clear about Biggie that does that everybody. I mean, if this happened for weeks. You yep. deserve it. You deserve it. You deserve it. So he, they already had momentum. It wasn't like necessarily a trial and error. Like when Sheamus won, people didn't really know Sheamus. He was an ECW. He got drafted. He beat Cena in the tables match. People were like, Who, who's this guy? And so it wasn't necessarily trial and error. Same thing with Jinder Mahal, though. It was, it was dicey, but he was a really good heel. But with Big E, though, he had the quintessential story of being built you know, and, and and clawing and scratching and spinning, you know, putting in his reps, putting in time. And that elicited the you deserve a chance. So he already had the booking team already had material on the platter and fan support. And they went backwards. <laughs> they went, yeah. they lost the fan support. It started to look like the, his his people were cheering, but the the ovations it started to get lower. They killed his momentum, man. It's well, bro, like there, Belair. there's been a lot of um, there's been a lot of stories. I know stories from the past where, like, Big E, bro, is the type of guy that speaks up. And yeah. I've I, I've heard about instances in the past where they wanted him to do certain things, and he was like, ah, you know, you know, I mean, and and he 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 voiced an opinion mm-hmm. again, Chris. Bro, I don't think people really understand when I talk about this. Bro, all it takes is one time. Yeah. All it takes is one time, like telling a Pritchard, oh, I, you know, I, I don't like that, or I, you know, you know, questioning. All it takes is one time, bro. And yeah. that's it. I don't I don't think people realize how serious I am about that. That's how the business is. So when you look at a case like Big E and like, okay, bro, they put the belt on him. We're going to make a commitment and a investment. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden we get what we got on Sunday. So how do you not think, okay, bro, what, what, what did he do? What's, what's the pun? Why is he in the door? You have yeah. to think that way, bro. For sure. And, and it also makes me think they just don't have enough stock in 
their people, like their current talent, they have to always go back to the well. Yep. Because it goes to show they're not developing their talent appropriately. And that's and that's my thing. It's just like if you took Brock Lesnar out of the picture, they one would have not had any type of big feel other than another Raw. It, there, there would have been nothing about Big E, uh, big, uh, day one, that would have been marquee. Yeah. Because and that seems like that's the reason why they kept Lesnar in there because I was like, okay, wait a minute, we need some type of marquee name, marquee feel to it. And then they had him win the thing. I was like, you know what? I was, you know, some friends were texting me. I said, I guarantee Lesnar's winning tonight, just because just because they wanted to draw that buzz and they want Lesnar, they want that big feel. But the problem is they're not developing the current stars to make day one relevant without Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns. And that's Bro, there are, I, I, listen, I, 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 I'm looking at this as a casual fan to me, there are three people over in this entire company to me, Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar and edge. Yeah. Those are the only three yeah. people over to me. And bro, how many people are on this roster? Yeah. No, and I'm talking from a casual fan point of view. Yeah, for sure. Bro, those those are the only three guys yeah. that are over. That's it. Everybody everybody else is there doing the same thing in the middle. Yeah. 100% agree. Losing this week, winning this week, and now for some reason it seems like the <laughs> WWE is going to make Big E fodder for for Brock Lesnar to see another match against Roman Bobby Lashley being or who does that? Bro, I gotta <laughs> tell you that? something. There was a spot in the match tonight, bro. When you watch Big E, you could tell as this went on, you could tell times when he wasn't into it. Yes. Um, you you could tell. And bro, tonight, did you see the one spot where either Owens or uh or Rollins, one of the two, put him up on their shoulder mm -hmm. and he was doing the <laughs> I was I saw that and I'm like, bro, this guy is so he's checked out. <laughs> he's so checked out after what happened yesterday yep. and what's gonna happen tonight. He is so checked out and we said the same thing about drew bro yep. these guys do everything you ask of them it's not on the talent bro 100%. it is not on the talent you know what vince mcmahon should be doing vignettes with Big E, bro not austin 100%. freaking theory for crying out loud man yep, yep. Uh, and, and i'm gonna tell you chris it, it, it's been proven in wrestling that Bro, even if you were part of her tag team, even if you, you know, won mid, you know, an, an intercontinental title or something like that, you could still get over as the champion. And who do I point to? Booker T, bro. Mm. Booker T was in that same spot, Harlem Heat. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, he's U.S. champion. He's doing that thing. Bro, I was there when we yeah. put the belt on him and the people went crazy. It can be done. But uh, absolutely. Big E's not writing the show, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he and and there was something about Booker T that felt like he was like 
coming of age. You know what I mean? Like he, I remember he was feuding with in a television championship. He was feuding with Perry Saturn and Rick Martel and Chris Benoit. You know, it was one of those like, okay, I can see like a, a good type of development here with him breaking out, you know, to yeah. a single star. And then I, I marked, I, you know, I, I, I have very rare mark out moments. One of them was when Booker T won the world championship. I was like, man, this is fantastic. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like this is, this is something new, you know, and I share, you know, I, I share some culture with them and I, I felt a part of it. You know, I man, I felt a part of history with him and it was, and it was fantastic. You have those feel good moments. You got the momentum you need to run with it. You know, it's just one of those things that again, you had Big E win the championship. The fans went nuts. And you, it just goes to show how bad the booking is that he goes down. His momentum goes yeah. down. Yeah. Who in the world, if I was in charge of booking Big E, of, of really honing his character and really spending some time with making him a star, I would protest and veto every single time they try to put him on first. They put him in first in a match. They have him lose a tag match. I would say something to Vince about that every single time. How in the world do you expect another episode of, okay, here we go. Let's pull on the well and have Le uh, Lesnar come back with how they're booking Big E. He, he felt like one of the boys. And, that's and then, bro, here's what they'll turn around and say, and this is the part that kills me. They'll put all the heat on him. Exactly. He, did, he didn't get over. You yeah. know it. He, yeah. Drew, didn't get over. Big E didn't get over. Yeah. Really, bro? Come on. Yeah. And, and you know, my thing is this, and I said this before, if they had uh, Lesnar win the title, they should have had Biggie, and I said this even on the Bro Show, and I said Seth Rollins, you know, should win. And you got a Biggie. couple of words in on the Bro Show. Yeah, uh, never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Go, ahead. Go ahead, Chris. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Bro. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, about about a couple. Okay. Uh, but, but yeah, and I said, you know, Seth Rollins should uh, win the match. Uh, and then Big E won the Royal Rumble because I really think they should have uh, Big E have that moment, you know, at WrestleMania. That's how you christen a new star. But we're again, WrestleMania looks like Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar for the sixth time. Who's over? Like, who's being built here? Bro, let me ask you this, though. You see, this is how they think. <laughs> Are they now going to put Big E over in the Royal Rumble to make it even Steven again? Is that what they're going to do? I doubt he's I, – I think I think he goes back to mid-card land, man. Oh, I do. Man. And it's really unfortunate. It is I think he gets the bro. exact same as the Kofi treatment. Kofi lost in 10 seconds. At least, he, at least Big E lasted longer. But Kofi lost in 10 seconds to Brock Lesnar. You know, I, I call Brock, I, I've christened Brock Lesnar as the New Day killer because he's beaten two New Day uh, people, two New Day members for the WWE Championship. 
Kofi and Big E. And I just, unfortunately, I see the same thing happening with Big E as happened with Kofi Kingston. Just goes right back to mid-card. And again, if you have someone win the title and go back to mid-card, I mean, Jinder Mahal did it. They even did it to AJ when he lost. Why do you, Seth, when he lost, why are people going back to mid-card or settling for mid-card when they are the a main eventer? Kevin Owens did the same thing. If it goes back to the Attitude Era, that would be the same thing as Austin losing to Kane in the first blood match. And then the night after, he's going against, you know, a, a mid-card. He's going against Funaki in the mid, middle of the show. You know what I mean? Like, People will see that and be like, what? You know, this isn't who who did this? Yeah. And with right right now with what they're doing with Big E, it just again, it just doesn't seem as if they even cared. And you really bring up a good point. Why would something if that's the case, if he spoke up and they said something about it, why in the world would they risk not building up a star at the expense of Someone speaking up. Bro, let me ask you a question, please, because I don't listen, bro. I just watch Raw because I get well taken care of from Sports Keto. That's the only question. <laughs> bro, I'm, let, let me let me let me lay this out for you. Who did Lesnar beat at the pay-per-view? Who did he pin? He pinned Big E. That tells you right there. Yeah. Bro, that <laughs> tells you right there. Because if you don't, if the title's on the line and you don't pin Big E. Big E is still protected. You got Owens and Rollins in the match. They mean, those guys mean nothing. Owens and Rollins don't mean anything, bro. Now one person is tuning in to watch Owens and Rollins. So you got two guys and he's still protected. Bro, I guarantee you 100%. This is how it went down. I guarantee you they, they put Lesnar in the match. They said they Lesnar was going over. I guarantee you, bro, Big E had an issue with that and a problem and brought it up. So guess what? Okay, all right, yeah, okay, let let, let us discuss this. Big E leaves the room. You know what the discussion is? Beat Big E. I'm I'm telling you, bro. Chris, if that wasn't the case, it makes no sense. Yeah, it makes no. You beat those other two guys. Big E never got pinned to lose the title. That's his beef. I never got pinned. Correct. But if you pin him, yeah, that's because he probably objected to it because they probably had another story at the last minute. Oh, we're gonna throw Brock. He's gonna go over and Big E. Well, what about what about my story? What about what we've been working towards? Yeah, let, let, let us discuss it. They come out of that room, Big E's doing a job. Yeah. It's it's interesting you said that because as soon as Big E got pinned at at uh day one, I said, Oh, it's over. It's you could That's have protect I was thinking the same thing. I said, Yep, Rollins and Owens can absolutely take a pin right now. Yep. 
Yep. Absolutely. Especially Owens. Especially right. Owens can take and, him. He took a and, pin. He took a pin tonight. You know, bro, it's room. not like it's not like Brock Lesnar needed to beat somebody. He he's right. beaten a million people. It did. He didn't need. Oh my God. He Brock Lesnar needed to pin Big E to be credible. Right. Are you exactly. freaking kidding me, bro? That, exactly. That's that's BS. Yeah. Exactly. Hundred percent, man. Hundred percent. And and. And again, you need to protect your champion. There were three other options, really two, because you want to protect lastly two for something in the future. But again, Rollins and Owens has virtually, especially Kevin Owens, has very little equity right now. Very little equity. He He could have absolutely taken the pin. And it really would have given you opportunities to explore things in the future with possibly Big E, with possibly Lashley. I wouldn't have had any issue, and I think Big E should have won. But at the same time, if Lashley would have won, at least they could have said, okay, Big E versus uh, Brock Lesnar at the Royal Rumble, you know, for a rematch. And then Lashley versus Brock at WrestleMania. But Biggie done. They they just toss him out. Well, Chris, think about this. Biggie doesn't get pinned on, and and you know you could have laid out that match in such a way where he got screwed, yep. and he doesn't get pinned. That's his beef. Okay, bro. Then you go to tonight's match. He doesn't get pinned again. Correct. You see what I'm saying? So now now you keep him strong because nobody ever beat me for the title. That's his story, bro. But the fact that they did it the way they did, they didn't like something he said or did. That that makes sense. And you would know as someone who's worked backstage for a number of years, that makes perfect sense. So we start with Paul Heyman. The lights go off, and out and up comes Paul Heyman. Cuts the promo. Vince, when I saw this, I said, "Okay, so where's the continuity here? You, you, you literally have, and you say you only watch Raw. I know that you still that you still follow things, and you you work for the brand, so you're aware of certain things. So." Heyman has a interview. He has uh, he has a, a interview with uh, Caleb Braxton, and he's just disheveled. He's got he's got some fuzz going on. Didn't shave. He just looks just terrible. And he said this might be the end. He cuts a promo saying, you know, this might be the end. After he gets fired from you know with Roman Reigns, from Roman Reigns, and it goes from that. <clears throat> to lights off lights back on and he cuts a promo just business as usual advocate the reigning defending brock lesnar and that's it i mean that that, nothing from that weeks and weeks he's my advocate oh wait a minute is am i really his advocate and then he and then when he cut a promo he's like you know did some deals uh making him a free agent. Oh, allegedly, you know I mean? I'm like, when he said that, I said, well, what are we, what are we doing here? And Heyman knows better. Heyman's a, he's a He's a genius. Right. And it just, well, I do, I will say this though. I am glad. It seems like Heyman probably didn't have anything to do with Biggie losing. 
because I am glad that Heyman did uh, put Big E over. You know, he it's funny in that in that opening promo, he actually over he put Big E over, but he just buried you know Owens and Rollins, which they should have done the night before. They should have pinned them. So yeah, I'm yeah. wondering, like, why would you? And it goes back to what we we're just talking about. Biggie shouldn't have been pinned because it would have made Lesnar putting Biggie over make even more sense. Well, bro, that could be that could be uh, Heyman's way of calling BS. Correct. It very yeah. well could. That's be. what I picked up. Very, yeah. very well could be. Um, That's what I picked up. But I got to tell you, bro, like they, they, uh, they're probably thrilled to death to have Heyman on that show, bro. You talk about a time eater. I mean, bro, yeah. th- this was 17 minutes and 30 seconds. Wow. 17 minutes <laughs> and 30 seconds before we saw Orton and Riddle. Yeah. And uh, well, that's that's perfect for for WWE, a three hour show. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But see, bro, again, if this were the Attitude Era, we we see Brock Lesnar at the beginning of the show. Well, now I'll just tune out. Brock's gone. Bro, if this is the Attitude Era, we would have threaded Brock throughout. And guess who would have been the special guest referee for that match? Who's that? Brock Lesnar. Yeah, that that's that's what we would have done. But no, let's let's get Brock out there in the open and then he'll come out at the end and make eye contact with Big E like, oh, my God, (laughs) you know how you know how sad that is, bro. Yeah, very. Uh, RK Bo cuts a backstage promo. Now, did you notice uh, before they went to the commercial Orton uh, was just kind of standing there, and then Riddle goes up to him, and then he kind of shakes his head, and he goes back. And then when they come back, they start the promo. Did you notice that? I didn't notice that. No. Yeah, it was it was weird. It was like they they kind of miscued or something like that. Yeah. And then uh, so yeah, I mean that that they cut a promo backstage. This leads to another champion losing, which is terrible. They they lost the tag match to the Alpha Academy after beating them over and over again and beating them in singles matches last week. Bro, think about the logic of this. Think of, let, Let's look at the last three weeks. Orton can't RKO Otis. Week right. one. Okay. Right. Week two, Orton RKOs Otis. Okay. Week three, Otis goes over. Yeah. Wouldn't it have meant more if if Orton still couldn't RKO Correct. him and then he went over? Correct. Like, bro, dude, bro, I don't know how many writers there are there, but it's like nobody knows what the other person is doing because yep. it, it's it's so illogical, bro. <laughs> I agree. I agree, man. It's it just seems like this is their way for episodic television but it's just like 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 i've said plenty of times before if i stop watching raw now and pick it back up six months later i I really didn't miss like i don't have to backlog i don't have to backtrack and figure it out you know it's like uh my my wife and i we we picked up another show uh amazing race so survivors our show we picked up amazing race now since survivors gone and uh so we're we went back like a uh, probably a couple seasons ago or something like that, and my wife would you know watch it. And we'll binge on it. We we've watched like three episodes at once before, 
And there was one that she fell asleep at and she watched it, you know, the one with me. And she's like, yeah, I have to watch. And she knew the, the person was eliminated. And she was like, okay, I'm going to go back to that episode yeah. to see why he was eliminated because yeah. he was unlikable, right? He was like the heel of the amazing race. Oh, I want to go back. Knowing that he's eliminated, I want to go back to see why he was eliminated. With Raw, there's no need to go nah, back. To never, episode, never, yeah. bro. No, I'm, I'm the same way, Chris. If I'm watching something and and I doze off and I wake up and I miss like five, ten minutes, I got to rewind back. Yeah. But what did I miss? What I miss here? Oh my gosh, bro! Like, no. what, what, what are you rewinding on this show? No. What are you rewinding? Omas, Omas. Yeah, yeah. You, you want to see the choke slam? Like, yeah. oh man, wait a minute, I missed, I missed yeah, the choke yeah, slam. Yeah, exactly. Wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, next, we have Bobby Lassie cuts a backstage uh, well, interview with Big uh, with Bobby Lashley with MVP. Uh, what do you say? Brock Lesnar fears me. That was that was what that's he said. It, that's the Here's your angle. That's your that angle. It. That's that it. it. That's the angle. Yep. Almost cuts a backstage interview, and again, I mean. We'll get to that as far as him and AJ. And then we um, had so many replays after yes, that crib. Replay over, on over. top of replay on top of replay. Yeah. Dana Brooke and Reggie defeating Tamina. And now she's with Akira Tozawa. She chooses a different. So this angle seemingly is that instead of the chase arounds now, now Tamina is going to pick different people from the 24-7 clan and try to team with them. And the stipulation is, uh, first of all, there was someone who gave a $5 super chat. Uh, uh, let me know who it was uh, back in back in yonder. So I want to definitely give you some love. Apologies. Oh, here we go. Um, <clears throat> Keon, Keon. In addition to my previous comments, Dr. Featherstone, your honesty is refreshing and you balance Mr. Russo awesomely. To be honest, Mr. Russo, you are the best right now. Oh, All right, cool. RN is right now. See, I didn't Keon. know that. Very nice. Keon. 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 Very nice. Keon. 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 Good job. Oh, Keon. Man. That's an eye. Oh, my God. We make a healthy balance, Vince Russo. Yes. Uh, shout out to Keon. Thank you for the very, very nice uh, comment there. Um, there's so another what, super chat. I'm sorry. I, go ahead, go ahead. Okay, I, I just want to remember. I just want. I want to find out what the stipulation was because I wasn't even paying attention. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Stipulation. Okay. Uh, before that, let's get to another super chat, and we've got the big 1999 bro. Wow, Rollin Curtis. Wow. So was so right about Becky Lynch's weak promos. Clearly, the man image was too much for her. Mike abilities, but also like Bubba Ray said, we don't believe her as a heel, which makes her promos and yeah. facial expressions cringy. Spot on. Yeah, Rollin, you're right on. You're spot on because just jumping ahead a little, like her promo tonight. You're you're not gonna get that raise, and you're yeah. not gonna like oh my like that is such the cookie cutter generic heel. Come on, man. Yeah. You gotta do better than that, bro. Like, here's the thing. <clears throat> here's the thing. You can tell, like, a good heel makes cheap heat feel real good. Like an MJF, he's really good at cheap heat. 
because it feels like, man, oh, man, he's getting underneath someone's skin. Yeah. But a non-good a heel that's not very good. Great point. Like yes. the cheap heat feels cheap. Yes, it, it feels does. really Absolutely. cheap. Absolutely, it and, does. Bro. And with Be- and with and with Becky Lynch, the cheap heat just feels really cheap. Yeah. You know? And yep. once she cuts those promos, it's really cheap, and it's like okay, fans boo here, and fans, right. boo, You know that that's what it is, and it's not believable bro yep yep yep. and then when then when she did the whole you know having her moment fans fans were still cheering so it was like okay oh now it's our kid debut boo boo okay you're saying something about south carolina oh but we still kind of like you at the end when you have your comeuppance against the the baby faces so yeah yeah um but the the stipulation is it's a mixed tag match and if the man, Tamina, the man, he's yeah. the champion. If Tamina pins Dana, she's the champion. She's the champion. So that's so, how they're gonna. That's how they're gonna put it back on a guy. Yeah, yeah. I can, that's, I can, how, that's how they're gonna put it essentially back. Essentially, that's guy. what's gonna happen, right? Jeez. <laughs> riveting, <laughs> riveting. Bro. I'm telling you, riveting. Okay, so when does the, the does the twenty four seven championship dissolve in in two thousand twenty two? It's got to, bro. It has to. If it doesn't, it's a rib on us. It it has to, yeah. bro. Yeah, come on. I can see that. Uh, it at first, you know, can you believe that Mick Foley introduced his title? Can you believe that? <laughs> what just terrible tradition so far i'm a huge r-truth fan and everybody knows that uh i have a soft spot for r-truth i liked it in the beginning when it was for the sake of making r-truth like you know having television spots and it was cool and then they did the drake maverick thing that was kind of cool too brought his wife in and and they were having backstage things the weddings and stuff like that that was fun but then when they start just running around the ring and stuff like that, I'm like, what, what are we watching here? This is, yeah. this is absolutely ridiculous. And then it's funny because they would run around different matches that were non-title between two people that had a bigger name. And the two people would just watch them run and they wouldn't even stop them to try to win the title. Yeah. It's like, okay, this is, I don't care about this. This goes to show how low the title is that people just don't stop them. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, next, we have uh, Kevin Owens. Well, the, we talked about the Becky Lynch promo. Yeah, but also with the Becky Lynch promo, bro, it's like, okay, and and you've been pushing Liv, pushing Liv, pushing Liv as a baby face. You know, mm-hmm. we saw Gigi and the whole nine yards. Mm-hmm. And now you've got her and Bianca Belair fighting. Yeah. How are you going to establish baby faces? Bro, you can do that stuff when people are already established. Exactly. You can't do exactly. it while you're establishing them. Correct. They've 100%. got to already be established, bro. Yep, yep. 100%. 100%. Because, because at the end of the day, Vince, why do we care about Bianca Belair? And what beef do they have? And why do we care that they have beef? At the end of the day, what? Why do we care? And then all of a sudden, they look at each other and they're like, "Okay, you want you want to do it?" And they just start fighting. And at the end of the day, it didn't matter because right. Becky Lynch had the had the comeuppance anyways. Yep. 
So it just goes to show that you had two baby faces. Instead of establishing both of them, you had them fight only for the heel to win at the end. Yeah. So yeah. who who's over here? You know, yeah. Rowdy with the two dollar super chat. Absolutely nothing. Thank you. Just, wanna, just want to give two dollars. Generous. This. Wait a minute. Rowdy says two dollars. But aren't those two Benjamin Franklins, bro? Yeah. I, maybe he meant 200 Did he give 200 Yeah, 200 $200 for Rowdy! Yeah, yeah, Rowdy, yeah. All right. $100 print. and $200. Yeah, that's a misprint. The $2 is a misprint. It's really yes, the picture. It is, All right, go It ahead. is a misprint. It is a misprint. Uh, we have uh, Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins cutting a promo backstage. Do you have anything on that? Yeah, bro. I, I Yes, because, again, you talk about continuity. These guys should be pissed. This, this shouldn't be funny, funny Laurel and Hardy, Ivan and Costello. Brock Lesnar gets thrown into that match at the last minute, and they lose the opportunity to be the W. These guys should be pissed. This is not a time for comedy. Yeah. Say, I'm looking at the same thing, bro. The, the, bro, the, this is what I mean about they, they think they're so over and they're such pros, and they, they don't get the simplest of things. The way Seth Rollins comes out, mm-hmm. he's coming out doing the whole act. Bro, you you lost an opportunity to be the champion because Lesnar got thrown in at the last minute. You yeah. should be coming out pissed at the world, but no. Hey, who the Right. Hey, huh? Like, yeah. what, what, are you a clown, bro? Right. Like, that's why nobody believes this stuff, Chris. Yep. Nobody believes it because half of these people don't know what they're doing. And, bro, it's not only on them. It's on the producers. Mm-hmm. If, if I'm a producer there, I'm on the other side with the of the curtain with Seth. And I'm saying, bro, remember what happened last night, man? Yep. They threw Lesnar. You got screwed, bro. You're seeing blood tonight. Put your comedy act aside, bro. Mm-hmm. Not tonight. Yep. But no, I bro. Agree. It's like it's like you said. It's it's the Heyman thing. Frazzled, yep. bearded, and hey, I'm the advocate again. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing. Just. And I agree with you too, Vince, because we need to see those different layers of Big E. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not the guy who's like, yo, let's turn this person babyface, just turn this person heel. That's just kind of like a microwave method to try to make someone over, and then it really they kind of fall flat because if even if Biggie turns heel, he'll end up losing and jobbing out to people anyways. Yeah, I think you I think that the the true challenge is give him layers. Austin didn't have to turn heel. He didn't have to turn heel. He was, he just had different layers, you know, like he was, he was, he was uh, the, the person who was against Vince and then Vince threw in Kane and then Vince threw in Taker. And then, and then he's going with do love winning the tag team championships with them, you know, so there's different layers in Austin's character. And bro, we purposely did that. I mean, one thing that I, you know, that I can throw out there that everybody remembers is, Bro, he's he's at odds with McMahon. Yep. It's a war with McMahon. Stephanie gets kidnapped from the mm-hmm. Undertaker. McMahon now goes to Austin, and yep. Austin, of course, is the old fu. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, Austin makes the save. Reluctant. Why? Yep. Because he showed 
compassion. compassion. He hated McMahon, but at that time, Stephanie was the innocent little 17-year-old. Yep. So yep. Austin showed that compassion, bro. Correct. It made him human. Do you know how important things like that are? Yep. Those things are gone, bro. They, I they're, agree. they're gone. They don't exist anymore, bro. 100%, bro. 100%. You maybe even say, bro. Yeah. 100%, bro. Yeah. Question for you real quick. Let's go retro for a second. Yeah. Was Vince McMahon always pinned to be the higher power? No, no. Uh-uh, okay. no. Who, no. Who was the, bro, who was, it was supposed to be Chris Daniels. It was supposed to be Christopher Daniels, really? Bro, what happened was wow. Chris Daniels was very, very, very hot on the independent scene back mm -hmm. then. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, he was the fallen angel gimmick. Yep. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I pitched the idea that it be Chris Daniels. And, bro, what happened was Vince had no idea who Chris Daniels was. Mm -hmm. So Chris Daniels shows up at TV to do this, and Vince goes to me, who, who's that? And I'm like, Vince, that's Chris Daniels. Vince took one look at him and said, that's not the high about oh, <laughs> we're, we're, we're not doing that and that's when at the last minute it, it was me all along Austin it was me it was supposed to be the fallen angel bro wow yeah so what was the plan like he's the he's the higher power and where does he where did where y'all go from there oh I mean we 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 didn't have a long-term plan but he mm -hmm. you know we were gonna really develop him as like an Alistair Black. Wow. You know, a fallen angel, and we were, you know, evil, and we were going to really develop that character. But Vince, you know, it, and, it, and listen, nothing against Chris. Uh, me, me, me and Chris kind of have a checkered past. Nothing against Chris. It, it was a size thing. Gotcha. You know, Vince, Vince could not get past. He he yeah, was small. Yeah. You know? I, I'm a huge, like, I'm friends with, with uh, Christopher Daniels and yeah. just a, awesome dude man this is a super nice guy i you know i've heard that you know i've heard the the, yeah, the, that's uh, the truth, stories right yeah. you know yeah. about christopher daniels i just wanted to know from the writer's mouth yeah. was it's the truth right be? there yep. yeah so yeah. christopher daniels is the one that should have been like it was me it yes. was me all yeah. you all bought a hook line and sinker i just thought was vince did vince say no not him me or no did you no no you, no vince? no vince said no not him and then we gotta we gotta okay bro wh wh where are we and what do we do okay so, yeah he he didn't suggest himself gotcha yeah yeah very interesting very very interesting yeah i i think it would have been interesting to see um if if christopher daniels would have been the the higher power but uh next we get um Queen Zelina and Carmella defeating Rhea Ripley and Nikki A.S.H. Uh, when are we getting this heel turn from Rhea Ripley? Uh, I don't think we should, but it seems like I it's just I up. can't get past the ridiculousness of Carmella's mask. And, bro, I'm telling you, they were looking for Carmella to do a, a pre-tape or a live spot, and she was in makeup and she missed the spot or she was late or she's always in makeup and she's always late. Yeah. 
And this is this is why she's wearing the most ridiculous looking black leather mask, bro. Remember, the, remember a Pulp Fiction, bro? The, yes. the, the, the dude with the mask and the ball gag. That that's what it reminds me of, bro. Very, very nice, very nice. Uh, so there's also people saying over the weeks that Nikki's going to be the one who turns heel because she keeps losing. I think she has to, bro, because Rhea Ripley, she was a heel. Now she's going to be a baby face. Yeah, I, I think it almost man. has to be. It I agree. It has to be her, bro. I agree. I agree. It's a way. It's it, you know. It's it's a radical change from the ASH, and you gotta you gotta do something like that. You can't you can't have like kind of ASH, and you know. Bro, I wouldn't be the least bit surprised. You know, they were promoting Alexa Bliss is coming back next week. Mm-hmm. I would not be the least bit surprised if they tie those two back together again. Yeah. With, without any type of right. uh, build up, <laughs> just all of a sudden, Nothing. just attack. I'm, I'm telling you, bro, I would not be the least bit surprised. Hey, yep. Uh, it's a good point. Good call there. Uh, Street Profits defeating Apollo Crews and Commander Aziz. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Aziz. Yeah. I just, uh, I, Apollo, man. Apollo. Just why? I mean, what? After spending all that time having him uh, have an African gimmick, you know, and even do the accent, it actually worked, you know, good WrestleMania spot, you know, against Big E. And oh, how the mighty have fallen, man. They've just, they've lost any stock in him, any investment in him. Why, explain to me as, as a writer, when you see someone like an Apollo Crews, who was a babyface for a while, was a U.S. champion, feuded with MVP, super talented, but just didn't have that spark as far as a character is concerned. They tried to recruit him for the Hurt Business and think he, he rejected it and all that. So then... They do a complete low overhaul. He turns heel, gets this really interesting gimmick, new gear, new new style. And they have him win the Intercontinental Championship. And then he just loses to, I think, Nakamura. And he just, his interest just falls off the face of the earth. Explain to me, like, the process from a booking standpoint of, Apollo Crews. I'm going to tell you what I think is going on, bro, because, um, yeah, I'm going to steal a phrase from my uh, good friend, Ben Hameen. You know, Ben Hameen always says, bro, you got to commit to the bit. So if this is what we're going to do with Apollo Crews, we've got to commit to it. Commit to the bit. I'll give you another example. Putting a chest protector on D'Lo. Something that simple. D'Lo hated that. But I told them, bro, we're going to commit to the bit. It's going to be part of who you are. And it wound up working huge for Dilo with the frog splash and all yeah, that. Beat Triple bro, H. I, I'm telling you, we we bring up so many things on this show with, you know, Heyman, no explanation. He comes out. He said, bro, I'm telling you, I think it's Vince. Really? And, bro, and, 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 and I've heard from people in meetings that Vince is forgetting things from hour to hour. Wow. 
bro, that's there's no other explanation for it unless Vince has this great idea for Apollo Cruz, and then three weeks in, he he doesn't remember what he wanted to do. Wow, I'm I'm telling you, bro, because there there's no other explanation, and nobody's going to challenge him. Yeah, nobody's going to step up and say, "Well, Vince, this really doesn't make any sense." Because you know, two weeks ago we did that. Nobody's going to do that. Yeah. So you got this guy calling the shots, and we're sitting at home saying, "Bro, like a lot of this stuff don't make sense, man." Yeah. Yeah. And then no one can say anything to him, though. Right. Nobody can say nothing, bro. Well, uh, we get uh, Damian Priest defeating Dolph Ziggler. Bro, I can't wait till I can openly talk about my emails uh, with Vince. Uh, <laughs> because they're going to explain a lot. They're going to explain a lot. When, I, when I'm able to talk to you about that, because I got to do my uh, reveal on uh, Vince versus Vince. Mm-hmm. But once it's out there, it will. It, it made me understand a lot. Mm. Yeah. <clears throat> With Dolph Ziggler, he's a utility player. You know, to, to, to WWE he is. I think he's a really, you know, good worker. Very good talent. Him and... Uh, Robert Rude, uh, Bobby Rude, and uh, but for some reason they're being plugged against Damian Priest, who literally has a gimmick of a Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde type of deal. Who, who cares? Who cares, Vince? First of all, bro, like when you talk about Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde, okay, there was a story behind doctor why have we been informed of, of why he's dr jekyll and mr see that's the problem chris yep. if there is a story if there is a reason if this kid was traumatized at five years old and has been right. going to therapy and this and that and something triggers him mm-hmm. okay but when you're Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde and nobody knows why, you're just watching like, oh, okay, yeah. all right. <laughs> oh, he's the Damien side is what they say. Right, right. right. <laughs> um, oh, it's time. You know what was next, right? Bro, bro. <laughs> well, we had the way before we had that, bro, didn't we? Uh, no, the mesmerizing ring promos. I probably bad. didn't even write it down because I was so mesmerized by. It. I, I'm, I'm almost sure I wrote it down because he had a couple of things he said in here. Oh yeah, well, bro, you you just forgot the uh, do drop spot. We had a do drop quickly. Oh, did we have do drop? Yeah, well, just in the back. That was nothing. But then we've uh, got the uh, bro. Let me tell you something. When he says saying, "I never say I'm sorry," that yeah. shows weakness. Yeah. Bro, that's a shoot. That's a shoot. Yeah. That's I, a, I, yeah, one, no, yeah. Bro, 100% that is a shoot. Yeah. This man, I never heard this man say he was sorry. Never. I, I, I never, I never, I never heard him say I'm sorry. It, it shows, shows weakness. Yeah. Bro, just, he did not, he did not look good tonight. Man, he looked he, worse than this. He did not, uh, he did not look good tonight. Yeah. And then they have to be watching the show, Vince, because we say every single week, the side views, the mumbling Vince, we can't hear you. 
<laughs> they had like this sudden, was a two camera shoot. You yes. have like a camera yes. shoot with the yeah. lighting on, yeah. hard yeah. cam to the which, front, which <laughs> unfortunately made him look worse. Yeah, dude, it made him look really bad. <laughs> we were able to 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 read his lips a little better, yeah, yeah. but it kind of made him look. Yeah, they're going to show theory, and then oh, there's there's Vince right there. No more side views. Oh, bro, what was the what was the whole reason behind this? He's in the Royal Rumble. That was it. Yeah. Oh, okay. That was it. It just, I mean, like, as if that's going to be, I mean, over the past few years, you can just literally grab a mic and say, Hey, I'm in the Royal Rumble. Right. You know what I mean, right. like, so this time, just because Vince says you're in the Royal Rumble doesn't make it any special. You right. Know? Expect the unexpected. I'm about to do something. I'm about to be in the Royal Rumble and possibly main event WrestleMania. And he was like, Wow, like he didn't know the stipulation. Bro, I got to tell you something. When you gave the professional definition of a narcissist a couple of weeks ago with Vince, mm-hmm. you were so spot on. Bro, he thinks we're seeing Attitude Era Vince. Yep. That's what he thinks we're seeing, bro. Like when you explained that to me, I was like, bro, you are dead on. Yep, yes, yep. that's it, Chris. Mm-hmm. That you explain you're dead on because there's no other reason, like for no other reason. Yep. 100%. Uh, Ms. Maurice cuts an in-ring promo. Of course, we knew this was going to happen. Uh, Beth Phoenix comes out, Edge. And they, Vince. They better have like some super duper surprises for WrestleMania. Like WrestleMania better be like WrestleMania 17 quality, like one of the best ever. Because this seems like this is gonna this should have been a WrestleMania match too. What where do you use Edge after this? Omas? Uh, <laughs> I would I, I I don't know, bro. I don't know, man. But we do, have, oh, we do have Johnny Knoxville in the Royal Rumble. We do. We do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we do. Any who who do you think could be a surprise interest? Maybe we'll talk about that on the bro show. Who who do you yeah. think could be think about think about that for a second? Maybe Paige will that. talk about that on the bro show. There you go. There you yeah. go. <laughs> You'll get your two words out, bro. <laughs> uh Next, we have uh, that was a that was such a rib on me last week, bro. <laughs> we were done with the show, and he taps it at the last minute. I knew, bro. I'm here for another thirty, bro. I knew it. I knew, it. and I'm charging Sports Kita for that extra thirty, bro. I'm Raju I'm working you, overtime, bro. Raju, you listening to this? What a overtime, rib that was bro. on me, bro. What a rib. Man, speaking of Paige, I've uh, he's a good storyteller, man. Oh, he's uh, a great storyteller. I, I, I'm actually uh, probably about probably 30, 40 minutes into his um, to his interview with on the Austin podcast. Yeah, really enjoying it. It's yeah. uh, it's really cool. I, I've interviewed him twice. Great story uh, before we became colleagues, and uh, yeah, it's just he's I know, there's a lot of things that he shared on the Austin podcast. It's actually my favorite podcast. I love these. Uh, uh, broken skull sessions because i love storytelling that's my i've interviewed over 300 people and some of the best people i interview is like black bart greg Ganya, uh you know people like that uh ice train i love people uh bill dundee I'm, I'm friends with the superstar bill dundee 
I love people who uh, Bobby Fulton's another one. I love people who just share stories. Jim Brunzel, he's another one who I love interviewing. I've interviewed multiple times. Bro, people you know, who just love stories the best storyteller bro far and away and, and i i've heard some of the best really and i yeah, would yeah. say right here on this network like right there at the top but mm -hmm. but it, it is dutch with without a shadow of a doubt yeah dutch, dutch is another one yeah but i gotta tell you bro like the greatest storyteller of all time in my opinion Bro, Pritchard's a great storyteller. Pritchard is? Because he can do everybody he's yeah. talking about. Yeah. So he'll break into their character. Yeah. Yeah. Pritchard's a great, he's the best storyteller. He is. I've interviewed about. Pritchard before. Yeah, yeah bro. He's, uh, hands yeah, down. He's, yeah, yeah, he's a good storyteller. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Then we get uh, Omos and AJ Styles, just to blow off. I mean, after all of that, the breakup and weeks developing just a blow off on an episode of raw uh, yeah i don't know bro i don't know does this are they, are they doing this to gain sympathy for aj possibly winning the royal rumble i don't think so bro they, they, I they, thought they had aj winning but i don't see it anymore uh, though boy, i mean how many times are we going to go back to i i know aj's never won a royal one yeah. you're going bro you, you got to start looking at the age of some of these people yeah. bro like even when, when you look at lash like bro these, they're not young men yeah bro. yeah last he's 45 i think yeah he's 76 and uh aj was born in 77 so he'll be 45 this year. I mean, so. bro, that's that, that should not be happening. No. That should not, bro. <clears throat> as great as AJ Styles is, bro, yeah. he's not in his prime at 45. True. AJ would tell you that. Yeah, I agree <laughs> with you 100. percent And that's the reason why they should be developing newer stars. Yeah, you know, what I mean, you have a 40 year old uh, uh, WWE. Uh, He's let me see. Lesnar was born in 77, I think. So I think he's 44 too. <clears throat> and you know, uh, Lesnar, I mean, uh, Reigns is still young, I think he's like 36 um, now. Uh, yeah, he was born in 77. He'll be uh, Lesnar be 45 in July. It's crazy, and, bro. Yeah. It really, really is crazy when Reigns is 36, it. like I said. You know? Yeah, man, it's <clears throat> so. nuts. He'll be 37 in May. So that's still decent age. Um, yeah, that's, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. yeah. Last year, it'd be uh, 46 this year. So, yeah. Looks like a million bucks, though. Yeah, right, right. But, but you still got to develop the younger talent for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let me close with Bobby, Bobby Lashley uh, winning the number one contenders for the Royal Rumble. Yeah, bro. Just, just, just. I mean, seriously. Like, thank God they took the match out of the ring. I, yeah. I, I mean, thank God because you saw, bro. This was going to be thirty minutes, and I'm like, bro. Like, yeah. thank God, yeah. bro. They hadn't fought in the crowd and out like they hadn't done that in a long time. Yeah. So yeah. thank God that broke up the monotony a little bit. Agreed. Yep. I, I agree with that. Well, uh, fun show. Uh, we got Joey. Very, very nice. At the 11th hour, Joey uh, comes out. Here we go. Time out. Time out. Time out, Joey. Time out, Joey. Dr. Chris. What's up? 
What was missing on this show? Hmm. <laughs> bro, bro, how funny, <laughs> Chris, how funny will it be if we never see or hear if from you? Yeah. How hysterical no more, no more would vignettes. that be, bro? <laughs> how hysterical would that be if we never see or hear? Bro, is it possible he had a couple of bad matches and after 12 weeks they've scrapped this? Well, he was on main event, so that there's a good chance that they probably they could have scrapped it. Oh, bro, bro! If there is no Veer Mahan sighting next week, yeah. they literally wasted three months of our time, bro. Vince Russo, what did I tell you? I said the vignette curse. Oh my! We saw gosh. with Karrion Cross. We saw with David Marie. We saw what Bearcat Lee. We saw what EC3. <laughs> the vignette curse. Oh, bro. Ghost. Bro, I, I'm, I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward to next week's show because if there's no mention two weeks he's in done. a row, he's yeah. done. He's done, bro. <laughs> oh man. Bro. It becomes I'm, I t- Vince Russo, didn't I say? From the you very did. beginning of you these did. vignettes, you did, I man. said, if I was Veer Mahan, I would say, please stop the vignettes. Yes. And it seems like if we don't, next week will be the icing on the cake. Because the only thing you had to do was just B-roll the same stuff. Yep. You could have yep. just did the same vignette. Yep. You know you're buying, you're killing time. Yep. The vignette's only 30 seconds long. You could have done a Veer vignette tonight. Yep. But conspicuous by his absence bro we did not see a very mahan promo it wasn't a sighting we don't care about a sighting right now we just give us the give us the vignettes yeah didn't get one and next week we will be waiting with bated breath vince russo of the very mahan vignette bro what are the odds next week that we see alexa bliss back no Jilly. What's the doll's name? Jilly? Lily. Lily. No Lily. <laughs> no mention of Lily. No <laughs> mention of this playground. She's just Alexa Bliss, the in the woman's yeah. What are, what are the odds of that happening next week? I would say probably about 45%. I, I think more like 80. You think 80? Oh my god, yeah. I, I was I was thinking I was thinking about 70 to, to 80 at first, and I was like, you know what? I'll give them well bro. How could they the ever but... explain their way out of that? How how what what can well, they you know possibly what? do? Charlotte ripped up Lily, so right. she's done. So they'll you know what? It'll probably be about a 90% chance that we yeah. won't see. Yeah, because Lily, Lily's done. So we won't see so we'll see Alexa Bliss. But Alexa Bliss, but Charlotte's on SmackDown now. So the the continuation of Alexa Bliss and Charlotte is done. And so we'll get Alexa Bliss, the whatever she was called, with teaming up randomly with Nikki Cross. Bro, how sad is it? I swear to God, after watching this show, I'm looking forward to two things next week. I'm Here looking behind. forward to how they explain Alexa Bliss. Yes. And if Veer Mahan, yes, that's what I'm looking forward to yes. to next week's show, bro. Yes, Veer Mahan 
if we do if we don't see a vignette from Veer Mahan, it is official that Vince Russo is coming back with Veer. Oh God, bro! Oh poor dear man, poor dear. Oh my God! Speaking of Vince Russo, let him know about the brand, my man. Yes, guys. Just uh, I'm doing. I got a lot going on, bro. I got you know Patreon. I got a channelattitude.com. But just go to Russo's with an S, Russo'sbrand.com. That will bring you to everything that we got going on. Yes, and I'm telling you, when Veer. When Veer Mahan comes on the Royal Rumble, his pop is going to be Road Warrior. It's going to be Road Warrior. Pop. <laughs> oh, God. He's going to get a Road Warrior pop when he comes out of Royal Rumble. Oh. Because once again, you know what? <clears throat> Vince McMahon and company might also be trying to bring him down because we build people on this show. We turn gimmicks yes. into gimmickade. Yes. And it seems like. Yes. When we really make people over, all of a sudden they're like, God, we did that with the bouncy. They get the kibosh. They get the big kibosh, bro. (laughs) That's crazy, man. Uh, Well, ladies and gentlemen, he's Vince Russo. I'm Dr. Chris Featherstone. And always remember, fear the fear. (laughs) 